Good evening, 76ers fans. Koi Kamashola here with Jerry Green. We're going to talk about the Joel Embiid injury today, which thankfully is only a hyperextended knee. How are you today, Jerry? I'm doing pretty good. Thankful that Embiid is going to play basketball again this season. Uh, it, it was a scary injury, and I don't know what I would do if Embiid was rolled out for the rest of the season. Well, Jerry, I'll tell you what you would do. You would watch the Sixers lose the rest of their games and then get eliminated first round in the playoffs. Probably. You're probably right about that. (laughs) So the injury, obviously, you know, most of you have definitely saw it, so I'm not going to really go in depth about the injury, but he went and dunked, and he came down rolling on his knee, and his knee went in a direction that usually knees don't go in. So that was really the scary thing, Uh, but he was willing to walk off on his own power, but when he was – Looks like he was screaming on the ground. I was almost trying to scream. I was almost trying to scream and cry myself watching that. <laughs> yeah, and the news is that he'll be out for at least two to three weeks. They're going to reevaluate him after two to three weeks. Um, so you know, depending on how his recovery goes, he could be out for longer than that, or he can come back after that evaluation. We'll have to wait and see. But Sixers are going to play some pretty tough teams over that time period where they won't have Embiid. Let's see. There's the Bucks on March 17th, and then they go on a road trip where they play the Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, and Nuggets all back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. Um, that's going to be a tough one if the Sixers can come away with just one win on that trip. I think it would be a success considering they'll be without Embiid. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really rough. I mean, <laughs> when you lose your MVP candidate, and number one on pretty much everyone's list. Uh, obviously, their team's not going to do very well, but they have done well so far without him. So what I'm looking for without Embiid is obviously Tobias Harris is going to need to play like his absolute best. Simmons is definitely going to need to control the game a lot. Uh, he's going to need to play a lot of, I think, a lot more minutes considering Embiid's so good on defense, and now we're losing, you know, obviously a player that's that good on defense. So... You're going to have to see good shooting from the three-point shooters in Curry, Green, Krokmaz. So we're going to have to be consistent with shooting. And guys like Shake Milton are going to have to step up too, and they're just going to have to control the game off the bench. So there's a lot of jobs to be fulfilled, and especially in that center position. You know, I, I believe Tony Bradley will start. They'll probably split half and half, I would say, between him and um, Dwight Howard, depending on how they do. Uh, but I, I'm sure Tony Bradley has the edge at this point. I mean, they're going to play around the same minutes anyway. So definitely, I'm I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be interesting to see how we can play without Embiid, and hopefully we can win without him. Yeah, and we do, as we're recording this, we have seen the Sixers play one game without Embiid. They just blew out the Spurs, and I don't want to overreact to it too much, but a couple of my takeaways from that game, just being that Embiid wasn't there, one, they couldn't get any free throws. They couldn't get to the line at all, and that's going to be a problem if no one uh, is aggressive, attacks the rim, gets to the free throw line, uh, because, you know, you need to get those free throws. Those are easy points. And if you're not getting to the line, you're going to struggle to keep up with other teams. Uh, two, there was a lot more ball movement. So, you know, that's an, a positive way to look at it. Whereas, like, when Embiid's on the floor, um, it, a lot of times you're throwing in the ball and it's in his hands for a little bit. There's not a lot of, you know, movement of the ball swinging across the court. So, you know, that opens up a few more things for the offense. But um, overall, I think my biggest concern would be the rim protection that MB brings. And defensively, can Tony Bradley slash Dwight Howard fill that role? And um, 
the free throws, like I said. If nobody's getting to the line, um, unless if you're just shooting a lot better than your opponent, it's going to be hard to keep up with other teams. Yeah, and there's one thing that I'm interested to see if it'll come from this, uh, the possibility of Paul Reed getting more minutes. You know, Obviously, we don't have that many big four or fives, especially when Embiid's out. So when you really look at it, maybe Paul Reed gets more minutes. I don't know, but that's one thing I'm a little more interested to see. Uh, I'm not counting on many, if you were to get any, that is. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, for one of the games, and even if we're getting blown out, maybe we sh- he should play as that kind of spot. Yeah, I think he – I honestly think he's earned it with the way he played in the G League bubble. Um, if you're not aware, he, he was, like, one of the best players in the G League. Uh, when they had their little bubble in Orlando or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see Paul Reed get some minutes. Um, Tony Bradley has been playing really well recently. But before when Embiid has been out, we've seen Mike Scott play a little bit of center, and the Sixers just run small ball um, and put some spacing around Ben Simmons. So I'd like to see uh, the Sixers try a little bit of that. Um, But otherwise, maybe they trade for a guy like P.J. Tucker, um, Nemanja Bjelicic from the Kings. You, you know, there's a lot of options. It depends on really how long Embiid's going to be out. If he's only out for two to three weeks and you have to give up a second-round pick for Tucker and you don't see Tucker being a real part of your team after Embiid comes back, I don't think that trade's worth it. But if you think that Embiid might be out for a longer period of time, you might want to consider uh, spending a second-round pick on a guy like Tucker who can come in and play a stretch five and maybe fit better around Simmons than Dwight Howard would. Yeah, and there's, you know, at this point, I just want the trade to happen. You know, the rumors have been going on for so long, and I know we're not that close. I mean, we're close to the trade deadline enough, but it just just feels like it's been forever since all these rumors have come out of who's possibly coming to Philly. But I I have to say, sadly, I think this takes some beat out of the MVP conversation. And the one bad thing with this injury is this is one of of those kinds of injuries that can kind of, I wouldn't say set someone back, but take them down just one notch, nothing too major, or it could come back and haunt you. But uh, it's thank God it's nothing like inside like meniscus or ACL and all that kind of you know, tendons and all that. But hopefully he can bounce back completely, which I think he will. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, they say like there's no structural damage. It's a contusion, something like that, hyperextended, whatever. I'm assuming that means like it's not going to be something that's lingering and lingering and bothering him after he heals it up. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not a doctor. That's just my random guessing assumption. Doctor but... Jerry, <laughs> Doctor J. Wow, yeah. Jerry, you should be a basketball player now. <laughs> a basketball. <laughs> but with with the with the hyperextended knee. Uh, then it's probably just going to be like a semi kind of bone bruise. And yeah, for the most part, you know, I'm no doctor either, Jerry. Believe me on that, Dr. Coy. That's not going to happen. But uh, <laughs> it could just hold him for like a week because he'll probably just it's, – it's something that can maybe slow you down just for like a week. But again, it's nothing inside like we talked about. Uh, I was referring to Jerry as a basketball player because Dr. J, obviously, Julius Irving. Uh, Dr. Oh. Jerry Green. Yeah, that, that makes more sense now. But um... – Anyways, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this is not something that's like bothering Embiid for a long period of time. Um, MVP, I I don't really care about that as long as he's healthy for the playoffs. 
and the Sixers are just ready to go. Uh, I think Embiid himself would much rather win a championship or win finals MVP than regular season MVP. And I think the fans can agree on that too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's going to wrap this one up. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, sincerely from Dr. J and Dr. C. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>